0: Welcome to the Move 100 Halifax Morning Podcast.
1: Here are your hosts, Aaron Hopkins and Peter Harrison. Well, this kind of sounds like a punchline. Today on the podcast, you know you're in a bad hotel when the Move family shares their hotel horror stories. They're bad.
2: Also, the earliest bedtime in the HRM. We think we found the person who goes to bed the earliest, and you will not believe when they have to get up.
1: And was Hugh Grant being a dick on the Oscar (laughs) champagne carpet? Uh, He did an interview and is getting a lot of trouble for it. Have a listen and you be the judge.
2: Your $10,000 minute advantage right now. The answer to question number 10 for Tuesday, March 14th, the $10,000 minute at 8. Question 10 answer will be protractor.
3: Wake up. Starting your day with Halifax's favorite morning duo. Drinking nice coffee. Aaron and Peter. They're They're funny. They're hilarious. On Move 100.
1: Good morning, Aaron and Peter on Move 100. It's
2: Monday. Why does it feel like it's so early? (laughs) Uh, Because you stayed up and watched all of the Oscars Mm, last night. Yeah, right. Do you know what time the Oscars start? (laughs) Well. Way too late. They started uh, at 9 o'clock. First award probably about 9.15. Did you watch it? I watched a lot of it. Oh, my gosh. I watched a lot of it. How? After I watched the uh, CIS uh, men's basketball final. Nice. Very nice. nice. Are you kidding me? It was double overtime. It was a packed Scotiabank center. It was oh, great. Were you there? No. Oh. I watched on the TV. Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> yeah, I watched like yeah. half an
1: hour of the, re- the sorry, the red. champagne carpet. Oh, the champagne Why did they carpet? change it? I don't know. I didn't. Did somebody uh, owned the rights to red carpet? Ah. Uh, anyways, it was, a lot happened last night. So we'll, we'll be talking about that in Trending later on this morning. Uh, lots going on.
2: It's March break. Mm-hmm. Uh, We got a snowstorm coming for tomorrow. One that I don't really kind of understand. Why is that? Well, there's a special weather statement that says uh, 10 to 25 centimeters, Mm -hmm. which is quite a range of snowfall, 10 to 25 centimeters, but I'm looking at the forecast. And it's two to four centimeters tomorrow. Weird.
1: Yeah. Um, Before Environment Canada could give us, you know, a total snowfall number, Mm -hmm. there were rumors swirling around online. I don't know if you saw any of these. Yeah. People were calling for, you know, Fifty centimeters plus. I'm thinking, um, is this seriously what, what a tease because the weekend was gorgeous, six degrees Mm -hmm. and sunny. I had the windows open and, but 10 to to 25, I mean, that's much better than 50. So (laughs) let's stick with that. It doesn't look like
2: we're going to get that at all. Okay.
1: All right. Well, we'll keep an eye on that. And hey, $10,000 minute starts today. So I hear. Yeah. So same, same old gig as our thousand dollar minute, except you've got 10 grand on the line. So that's coming up at eight o'clock this morning. It is going to be
2: Exciting! What the fact time. Did you see any of the Oscars last night? The opening monologue, for example? Peter, you know I go to bed at literally 7.30. Okay. (laughs) So no. (laughs) So you missed a pretty good opening monologue. Uh, Jimmy Kimmel was uh, joking at one point uh, because uh, Seth Rogen was sitting right behind Steven Spielberg. Mm -hmm. He was asking Seth, you know, are you high? What (laughs) what did they take? And he was joking about Steven Spielberg uh, saying that he had never in his lifetime smoked weed. Oh. Uh, And asking how is that possible that the guy who made a movie about a creature that sat around eating Reese's Pieces all day (laughs) and couldn't remember how to phone home. Oh my God, that's funny. Couldn't have been high at the time. Yeah. Well, all to say this, E.T. wasn't supposed to be the title of E.T., the movie, The Extraterrestrial. Uh, The working title for E.T. was A Boy's Life. A Boy's Life. A Boy's Life. We could be sitting around talking about A Boy's Life right now. Huh. Um, speaking of boys and girls, the world's population is expected to start shrinking in about 45 years. The population will start going down. Okay. Weird because yeah. that's hasn't happened before, right, has it? Um, the thing is that the global fertility rate, how many kids we're having, is uh, shrinking. So by uh, 2070 or so, it'll start shrinking. Um, it'll be 1.9 births per woman has compared to <laughs> 2.5 now. Okay. So that's when the uh, the population will start to fall. All right. And uh or it could be <laughs> this. It could be this problem. That old thing about, you know, half of marriages will end in divorce? Yeah. Mm, not really? Uh because in reality divorce rates peaked in the 1980s and have been decreasing ever since. Really? And if current trends continue, only about a third of today's marriages will end in divorce. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Way to go, <laughs> folks.
3: Yay. Winning. Waking up with Aaron and Peter. Morning.
0: Start my day off right. Wake up. On Move
3: 100.
1: Are you feeling good this morning? <laughs> <laughs> it's oh, always rough, right? Time change. First morning getting up, it's like,
2: oh. Sunshine lasting well into the evening after dinner. I know. I'm
1: like, yay, here are the days where I go to bed when it's still sunny and there's children playing outside. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, can we talk about Jamie Lee Curtis for a moment? Love to. What she, an Oscar speech, by the way. I know. Right? She was amazing she was last great. night. Uh, she's also, she's such a mood. Everything she says and does, I'm like, yes, Jamie. You might have seen this. She went viral last week ahead of last night's Oscars for turning. a a pretty important event
0: i'm gonna tell you a secret right now there is a nominees dinner an academy award nominees private dinner on thursday night that starts at 7 30 and i have declined now you might say jamie you're nominated for an academy award you're going to be in the room with only nominees for the academy award and i have declined why because mommy goes to bed early and i just because seven thirty is going to be nine before we get food and you know what there's nothing good happening with me after nine o'clock nothing zero
2: i've never related to anything more than that what happens <laughs> after nine it's worth being up for it's not nothing good ever happens as compared to how good you would feel if you got a Full night's sleep. Yeah,
3: a
1: hundred percent. And I was so I was listening to this going, that is literally me. Seven thirty is like my cutoff time. Right. If there's anything happening after seven thirty, it's an absolute no for me.
2: And the difference is she is thirty plus <laughs> years older than you. <laughs> hey, I'm old.
1: I'm getting old. But it's a thing. So we we were thinking who who listening this morning goes to bed the earliest? Mm-hmm. I mean, last night I don't even know if you want to know what time I went to bed because you were up watching the Oscars and most of it. Yeah, yeah.
2: Okay, be honest. What time did you go to bed last night? Uh, I went to bed about quarter to eleven. Oh my gosh! On time change night. On time change night, and also I read a whole lot of a book because I wasn't going to sleep, and I got up early yesterday morning. Did you? And I worked out hard yesterday morning. So why couldn't you get to bed? I don't know. Oh, boy. Oh because boy. I knew I was missing something as well because the Oscars were still on. Yeah, true. But that's such a commitment to have to watch the <laughs> Oscars. They take forever. They do. Uh,
1: because of the time change, I was purposely saying, okay, I'm going to watch like half an hour of the, of the E-Talk champagne carpet coverage. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to get to bed even earlier than I normally do because I want to make sure I get my full sleep or I'm not going to be well. I was in my bed at 7 o'clock last night. <laughs> 7 o'clock. <laughs> and at about 7.45, 8 o'clock, I put my phone down and I was fast asleep.
2: <sighs> that sounds... When did I become 95? That sounds
1: awesome. Ah, but normally my bedtime, I'm usually getting myself into bed by 7.30,
2: 7.45. So, Mo family, you're listening right now. You've okay, so it's six zero eight, yeah, um, which means you've probably been up. I'm gonna guess at least forty five minutes. You probably got up maybe between five and five thirty mm-hmm. sometime to get your your day started to get everything done that everybody else who doesn't get up till nine <laughs> does after that. So what time did you go to bed? Who went to bed the earliest, not just last night, but routinely goes to bed. The
3: earliest among everybody
2: listening right now. Give
3: us a shout this morning. Mornings on Move 100. Connect with Aaron and Peter. Text 100 7
1: We're talking about Jamie Lee Curtis. She went viral for uh, saying that she declined a pre-Oscars dinner party because it started at 7.30. Mm. <laughs> She's like, no, no, no. Mommy goes to bed early. And we thought that was just the most relatable thing ever.
2: Did you know that I used to host an Oscar party? It was a fundraiser party, a big black tie gala, la-da-da-da-da, down at the Trade Center. Um, And I emceed that uh, for probably 15 years and then came to work. Oh, my God. The next So that would go till, like... Until 1 o'clock sometimes in the morning. What? And I'm still in my tux and, you know... Wait, still, you're... T- okay, I thought you came it. to work in your t- <laughs> I should have. Oh, my God. Go home and try to grab a couple of hours and then... and then. You should have just came to the radio station and slept on one of the couches. Not
1: healthy. I know oh that. Oh, my gosh, I mean, Peter. I feel sick thinking
2: about that. <laughs> if I know knew then what I know now, I probably would have said... No, I probably still would have done it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so yeah peter stays up late a lot i'm usually in bed by like 7 38 because i'm 95 <laughs> who listening this morning goes to bed the earliest we want to hear from you a text from yarmouth says i'm up at 4 45 monday to friday usually in bed between 8 30 and 9 see mm. that's that works that's, that's good
2: that's pretty good that gives you uh, almost eight hours yeah of uh, sleep um jim i asked jim what he did here because he started off with this text uh, I, I'm in bed at 5 p.m. It says. Oh, geez. Up at 11 p.m. So that's only six hours later. Yeah. A one hour walk to Point Pleasant with my Bonnie Border Collie, and at work by about 2:30 a.m. At I'd work l- at 2:30. Uh-huh. I love the sleeping city. Have a mm. super Monday. So I asked him what he did. Document courier. Holy crap! Wow, yeah.
1: you start work at two thirty in the morning. I know what he means by "I love this sleeping city." There is something about being up before the rest of the world yeah, is awake, and true that. even driving into the radio station, you feel like you're the only buddy, only person on the
2: planet who's <laughs> awake. Right? Absolutely. Yeah, Sometimes, yeah. and then I, when I see lights on as we come into work, in yeah, the morning, yeah, I'm like, hey. What's going on? And I'm not like a voyeur, but I'm also wondering, what do you do? Where in, are you
1: going? Across from my building, um, whenever I get up in the morning, I open the window and there's a couple units that are always up with the lights on. And I'm like, oh, my
2: neighbors set her <laughs> up at the uh, same time as me. Move family, <laughs> looking for the earliest uh, to, uh, to to bed. Uh, this one says in bed uh, between 5.30 and 6.30. Okay. And at work at 3 Oh,
1: boy, 3 a.m. The 2.33 starts. That, I can't
2: even imagine how hard that would be. You know... We start work here at 5 o'clock in the morning, so yeah. I get up at 4. If I have to get up at 3.55, my day is ruined. 100%. But if I can convince myself that 4, oh, that's kind of
1: normal. 4 is okay. I always say 4 is good. It's when you go earlier than 4, that's when it's really like, <laughs> <laughs> Don't get us wrong. We love being here. Absolutely. We'll be here. We'll as be long here. as you're here, we'll be here. But like everybody else, getting up at 3.34 in the morning, it's hard. Holy cow, you're getting up at 11 to Uh, go to work for the day? Greg texted in, I don't think I'm the earliest to bed listener, but I think I'm one of the earlier to bed gay men. (laughs) Okay. Explain. (laughs) Normally 9.30 to 10.30 is when I go to sleep. I went to a queer comedy show in Dartmouth that started at eight o'clock on Friday and had to talk myself into it because I was like, oh, that starts kind of late. I used to stay up till three and go to work in the morning. I went from young to old in a flash. Greg, I can totally relate. Even on the weekend, I can't do it. Like I went to a show on Saturday. It, It was the most Ideal thing. It was between three and six. Oh, I was wow. like, oh my god, this is perfect. I was home and in bed by nine o'clock on a Saturday night.
2: But that old to young thing. Okay, I think you're 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 speaking about Erin here because, listen, you know Erin. Young to old. You mean? Oh yes, yes, yes. Young to old. <laughs> you know Erin. You know what she's up to. Can you imagine that someday, one day, somebody came to her and said, Erin. We'd like you to work on the morning show. You're going to have to get up. Not go to bed, but get up Literally, every day at 4 o'clock.
1: That's when I would go to bed.
2: So, yeah, good times. Okay, we're getting <laughs> close there. Anybody else uh, beat any of these times to go to bed? Yeah, who goes to bed the earliest?
0: We want to talk to you. Mornings on Move 100. Connect with Aaron and Peter. Text 100 7 Mornings with Aaron and Peter on Move 100. I
3: want you to know what's trending.
1: The Selving Oscars took place last night. Lots of great Canadians receiving wins. Lady Gaga, Rihanna performing. was a busy night. But one moment that everyone seems to be talking about... Was during the champagne carpet pre-show.
2: Champagne carpet. I know. First, that was weird. So weird. Go on. Uh,
1: Model and TV personality Ashley Graham was doing some interviewing. And she stopped Hugh Grant to chat with him, interview him. And people are not happy with the way that he spoke to Ashley.
3: Hugh Grant, you are a veteran of the Oscars. And you've been here a few times. What's your favorite thing about coming to the Oscars? (laughs)
2: <laughs> it's
3: fascinating it's a, it's a the, the whole of humanity is here it's a, it's Vanity Fair oh it's all about Vanity yeah. Fair yes that's where we let loose and have a little bit of fun um what are you most excited to see tonight to see yeah well I know that you probably watched a few of the movies are you excited to see anybody win do you have your hopes up for anyone
1: um not, not no, no one in particular
3: okay well what are you wearing tonight then Uh, Just my suit. Your suit? Who made your suit? You didn't make it. Um, I can't remember. My tailor. That's okay. Shout out to the tailor. Um, So tell me, what does it feel like to be in Glass Onion? It was such an amazing film. I really loved it. I love a thriller. How fun is it to shoot something like that? Well, I'm barely in it. I'm in it for about three seconds. Yeah, but still, you showed up and you had fun, right? Uh, almost. Okay, all right. Okay. Well, thank you so much. It was nice to talk to you. Yeah. Do I
1: dislike Hugh Grant <laughs> for the rest of time? Okay, listen, Why? No.
2: This text just came in. Nothing wrong with Hugh Grant. He was priceless. Showed a disdain for the inane carpet questions. Obviously, the interviewer did not know who she was talking to.
1: How is that obvious? Uh, I, I think she knew. How can you not know who that is?
2: He wasn't going to have fun. He came in, po'd, and really wasn't going to have. Okay, any of
1: it. so then don't agree to do an interview. Like, why is he making her work so hard for this? He agreed to talk to her. Mm-hmm. Don't act like you're all high and mighty and better than Ashley. I'm. This makes me very upset. Okay. I just think he was so rude, and he's just acting like he's the king of the world. Goodbye. Yeah, it's but have you rude. seen Notting
2: Hill though? I don't
1: care. I'm done with him. I can never watch Love Actually the same ever again. I'm really upset about this. <laughs> uh, text in your thoughts, by the way. Would love to know your thoughts at 124 seven. Okay, Broadway in Halifax. Uh, on a Friday, we talked about two Broadway shows coming to the Scotiabank Center. The Book of Mormon will be here in July and Come From Away will be on later in November. Now, there was a lot of confusion over tickets. They went on sale this past Thursday for a few hours. 1,800 tickets were sold in under five hours. Then the shows just kind of disappeared from Ticket Atlantic. They were gone from the Scotiabank Center website. Nobody really knew what was going on. We were getting calls. It was a whole thing. Well, not to worry. Tickets will resume today at noon. Um, They had to suspend sales because of concerns about being able to see properly from certain seats. I guess they hadn't quite figured that out just yet. So they pulled the tickets. Um, worked it out. Now they're good. So if you already bought your tickets and you're wondering, are these still legit? Yes, they're still valid. You're good to go. Otherwise, tickets will resume at noon today at Ticket Atlantic if you want to check those out. Mm.
2: Kind of confusing. Can we just say, uh, not necessarily Ticket Atlantic or Scotia Bank? I think the company behind the shows bad communications. Mm. You you let people go a day and a half or longer, not knowing what the heck was going on. Yeah, not a good luck.
1: Hey, and uh, if you're out and about during March break, just a reminder that the ferry between Alderney and Halifax is free between 9 and 2. If you're looking for something to do with the kids, that's always fun to go on a little free ferry ride, so check that out. Also, I should have mentioned during our Oscars chat, the Junos are on tonight. Yes, they are. Yeah, so if you want to check that out, lots of performances, it's going to be a good time. And that's what's trending this morning on Move 100.
0: It's
3: a good day.
0: Waking up with good friends and great music.
3: Mornings with Aaron and Peter.
2: On Brendan Fraser winning big at the Oscars last night. And we're always looking for Nova Scotia connections and you don't have to go far to see Brendan Fraser's Nova Scotia connections. Yeah. His dad was uh, many things in his career, but primarily a diplomat. Um, but he was from New Waterford. His dad was okay. Um, and his grandfather was from Sydney Mines. I don't think I knew any of this. And his family goes back, you know, like four or five generations of Nova Scotians before the family before before his dad basically moved out, and they they lived in lots of places. But right. uh, Brendan Fraser has dual Canadian citizenship. Went to high school at a private school in uh, in Toronto. Um, So, I mean, lots of Canadian connections, but specifically Nova Scotia connections. So he doesn't have family here anymore. I I bet he does. Although I think his his dad may have been an only child. Okay, that may have been the end of a family line. Interesting. For uh, Brendan Fraser. If he had family in Cape Breton, we would know. Well, about, that's the thing, right? and
1: and he'd probably be here all the time. There you know, would be a visiting. Mateo Roach like
2: sign <laughs> outside the Quick Pick or something, right? Right. Saying, right, right. "Brendan, if you're ever back in town, come come see me." Uh, he, as a as a he's fascinating to watch as a movie star because he was a huge movie star as a, as when he was younger, uh-huh. making movies like uh, The Mummy and uh, several Mummy movies and George of the Jungle. I mean, those were. Huge, huge movies, totally at uh, at the box office, and then kind of disappear. But was always working, and then uh, a couple of good movies over the last few years until he was kind of Darren Aronofsky, the guy who made The, the Whale. Kind of picked him out and said, "I think you're the you're the person to do this." Mm, yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh, cool. so cool! And Sarah Polly, by the way, that's another Nova Scotia connection, Um, child actor, but now a, a, a filmmaker and one adapted screenplay Oscar last night for uh, "Women Talking." But she owned a place here in Nova Scotia for a while. Lived here for a while. Where in Nova Scotia was it? Do you remember? Yes, near the Parsborough side. Oh, of, of course. Uh, things. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah. and uh, for several years, she you know would just kind of come and visit every once in a while. But last summer, summer of 2022 at, in the, the public gardens, we had the Summer of Sarah Polley film series. Yeah, that
1: group. was awesome. Yeah. Very very cool. Lots of connections. I know, so many connections. Um speaking of <laughs> speaking of celebrities here in Nova Scotia, there's a rumor going around right now that the one and only Ben Affleck might be in Nova Scotia
2: right now? How much of a rumor? How well, strong
1: is
0: this?
1: Let me do a little bit of research and then we'll come back to this in a few minutes, okay?
2: He has been here before. He has. We oh, yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, he has. So, okay, we'll, we'll come back to that. <laughs> okay, so I mentioned that there's rumors going around that uh, Ben Affleck is potentially in Nova Scotia. I heard Cape Breton over the weekend is where he is, but I don't know. I've been doing some digging. I haven't seen any photos or posts or anything. Usually when he ends up in Cape Breton, We hear about it
2: immediately, right? He usually goes into an Irving Circle K and gets (laughs) caught on surveillance camera.
1: Yeah, I think last time that happened, he bought like a Gatorade, a purple Gatorade, and made like the front page of every paper.
2: Right, so that was 2015, (laughs) and it was, you know, quite a big deal because there was uh, trouble at home. He was in the middle of getting uh, separated and later divorced Mm -hmm. from his wife at the time. He was there uh, at a Buddhist monastery retreat All, you know, fascinating stuff. The next year, his yacht, the yacht that is, you know, his his, uh, name attached to the license, basically, Uh showed up in Halifax Harbor with the blinds drawn. Oh, my gosh. So everybody was saying, well, he must be here. (laughs) He must be here. Or he rented out his yacht to make a little cash in the in the summer. Totally. So I mean, he has some history in Nova Scotia. He's got a good friend that he worked with in the movie Argo, who has a place in Cape Breton.
1: Apparently, Ethan Hawke too. I mean, he got a place, but has spent some time visiting Ethan Hawke in Cape Breton. So
2: I don't. Or is it a Cape Breton? It's just it's close. It's close. It's, it's very it's close. close. It's in Guysborough okay. County, I believe.
1: Well, I haven't heard. I, I mean, I haven't seen photos or anything. I need proof, right? So if you've seen anything, or you got family members in Cape Breton that have seen, right. <laughs> like, I'm, also is J Lo here? Oh my God, could you? <laughs> imagine do you have a, any cousins who have been partying with uh, ben affleck <laughs> selling there? him a purple gatorade <laughs> be sure to let us know hey just want to remind you the ten thousand dollar minute kicks off today you're familiar with the thousand dollar minute we're just up in the stakes here we want to give you 10 grand 10
2: questions 60 seconds how easy is that mm-hmm. win ten thousand dollars eight o'clock this morning
3: good morning friends good morning good morning, good morning.
2: it's Aaron and
1: peter
3: on move 100
1: Okay, it's the reason that 10% of people who book a hotel stay bring their own sheets. Mm. Bad hotel experiences. <laughs> Can you... I mean, I get bringing your own sheets, but what a pain in the butt. Oh, to pack those and carry them around with bed? you. Oh. Dirty
2: sheets in your suitcase. Gosh.
1: Okay, we have some really, really <laughs> nice hotels in Halifax, and For they're sure. getting better and better. I mean, really. All the time. Think about the one, the Sutton Muir. I mean, they're beautiful. But we've all had that experience <laughs> when we've been traveling that made you say, okay, scratch that one off the list. We're
0: never coming back
2: okay. here. It wasn't that bad, Erin. That's the weird part. It was bad. No. Uh, I've been in a lot worse than that one. I don't
1: know. We uh, Peter and I had a, uh, we stayed in we a weren't hotel. We were in the same room. Oh, yeah, no, we were not. <laughs> we were traveling back from Barbados last year and we had to stay overnight in Toronto on the way home, which is like the worst thing ever, because at that point you just want to get in your yeah. own bed.
2: You're home, but you're not home. You're far from it.
1: And it was already a gong show because they had, we checked our baggage and I had just my backpack thinking we were getting our baggage in Toronto. We get to Toronto, they're like, no. no. So here I am, I'm in disgusting clothes for like two days, no toothbrush, no nothing. It was awful. I was Pissed off from the get go, but then you we got put into the uh, the lovely one of the lovely airport hotels,
2: not too close. Oh, but close gosh. enough. Oh, I literally
1: texted Peter like once I got into my room, I texted you and I just said, I think I, I think I said Peter dot dot dot. I cannot with this. It was. Horrible, and I found out later you had a way worse room than I did.
2: I it was it was just not cleaned, as in there were things left around that shouldn't have been there, as in a wrapper underneath the bed. Okay, hold
1: on. You told me that night you texted me and said that there was you found garbage Garbage under the under the bed, and you just kind of left it at that. Yeah,
2: I didn't specifically say what. But what was it that you you literally just just told me this? There was more than. One piece of garbage under there, but the the piece of garbage of note was a, a condom wrapper. Oh my
1: God. See, if that had been me finding that, I would have been out that room, down to the front of the desk, being like, "This is disgusting. Give me another room." But
2: we only had like another five hours or so I before know. we had to be up to and get it was on the so busy bus. and yep. yeah. all that sort of thing. Not <laughs> the only time, by the way, that you and I have gone somewhere with where the rooms were questionable. What other time? We, we did. Uh, we were in Ludenburg. One other time. <laughs> <laughs> ah,
0: I thought I was going
1: to
2: get murdered. Beautiful that night. Lunenburg. And you texted me to say that you you were in like the murder wing.
1: Yeah, but you, so we were both in Lunenburg, but a completely different motel. Right, You were like in town. Lunenburg was fully booked. But what happened to your room?
2: Well, our room was okay, but uh, the engineer who came down with us opened up his room and went inside, and nothing had been done. Like there was, (laughs) there was still a ball of blankets on the bed from the last wet towels. Wet wet towels. Oh,
1: (laughs) I just cannot deal with that. My my motel was just in the middle of nowhere. I was the only one there, and I I was convinced that I was going to be murdered that night. I was like Peter, this is where I am. I'm terrified. That's the only thing you heard. It was scary. But bad hotels, I mean, we've all had an experience, right? Where we thought, okay, just we're never coming never back. Never coming here. back. So that's what we want to talk about this morning. 10% of people who stay in a hotel will bring their own sheets. Maybe you <laughs> had a really bad experience. So this is just how you roll now. Your bad hotel experience. Tell us what happened.
0: It's Aaron and Peter. Hello. Good morning. Mornings on Move 100. <laughs> Good morning.
1: Okay, tell us about your horrible hotel experience. Uh, 10% of people bring their own bedsheets to
2: a hotel. Think about that. (laughs) Maybe you've never, ever, ever thought about bringing your own sheets. Yeah. Maybe when you go visit (laughs) your son in Toronto. Oh, God.
1: (laughs) (laughs) are you speaking from experience? Uh, Clearly, these people had a horrible experience, though. Not everyone just travels around with their bedsheets. No. So tell us about the time you stayed in a hotel and you were sure to never return.
2: Okay, sis, this text says, when I was in Australia years ago, I stayed in a hotel and there was a large 8-inch fluorescent green spider artwork on the wall. Uh-huh. Me, being afraid of spiders, called the front desk and asked them to please kindly come up and remove the artwork. Well, they didn't know what I was talking about, but they very quickly came up with a pail <laughs> and an album cover and removed the very large real spider from the wall. It was a five-star hotel, let me say. I very quickly left that room and got another Wait, one. Wait,
1: so it was real the It whole was time. a
2: real spider, and Australia has some mean oh. spiders. Yeah, I don't like that at all. <laughs> Gross.
1: Uh, this text says, I turned on the light in a hotel in northern New Brunswick. Cockroaches. <sighs> I got out of there immediately. I don't think I've ever seen a cockroach in real life. I don't, I think I would scream at the top of my lungs. Like, it's so common in, like, Toronto or yep. these places where there's a million people living in one
2: building. It's so hard to get rid of. And if they're in the building in one place, they're they're in many, many places.
1: Could you imagine checking into your hotel room and turning on the lights and there's cockroaches everywhere? Scurrying, clicking oh, feet. stop. I literally feel faint <laughs> thinking about it. It's so disgusting. Uh, good morning, Move 100. You had a bad hotel experience. Tell us what happened. Happened. We
0: went to Cuba a few years ago, and the resort that we stayed at was not, it said four-star on the website, but we figure it was probably more like a two-star. Yeah. We were three people with two twin beds. Um, we... <laughs> oh. Had noticed that there was a microscopic hole in our door that you could literally stand and look through the hole and see inside our room. What? Our air conditioner leaked all over our counter um, and was wilting the wood. Oh. Um, Our light went out in the bathroom, and they took the light bulb out of our living room and put it in the bathroom and left the light bulb in the living room empty. Okay. (laughs) So,
2: will you ever, ever go back or recommend it to anybody?
0: Um. no, <laughs> it's not worth it. Mornings with
2: Aaron and Peter <laughs> on Move
0: 100. Join the show anytime at 451-1313. Speaking
1: of traumatic experiences, there's one thing that has stuck with me ever since I saw a, a TikTok hack from a flight attendant that was just like sharing her travel hacks when mm. she's, you know, in the air, staying at all these hotels, and how she washes her underwear. Oh, my God. People apparently will wash their underwear in a hotel coffee maker. What? She showed, yeah, she showed how she does it. She puts her underwear in there, a little bit of soap. We'll run a few cycles because the water's really hot, right? (laughs) And if there's a kettle for your tea, chuck it in the kettle, turn it on. It gets Uh, all bubbly. Anyways, I have never been able to look. (laughs) And I'm sorry if I just ruined that for you, but it's a thing. I'm not kidding you. It's a whole thing. If you Google it, you will never be able to have coffee at a hotel ever again. Yeah,
2: and whenever I travel from now on, I'm only taking one pair of underwear.
1: (laughs) We've all done the whole wash your underwear in the sink thing. Hang them up on the lamp. But we put them on the lamp. But we're doing them in the sink,
2: not the freaking
1: coffee machine. That's
2: underwear water you're drinking. My My mind would never have even gone to that hack. That's disgusting. Disgusting and brilliant all at the same time. (laughs) (laughs) I know, right? This text uh, that came in just now, a couple of weeks ago, I stayed at a hotel in Sydney, not in Australia, but in Nova Scotia, for my daughter's hockey tournament. And found hair in the bed and mouse poop under my pillow. Oh, my God. At least it's mouse poop
1: and not something else. (laughs) Yeah, well. Not poop from something else. Left
2: immediately and will never go back again. Oh, so the mouse was, like, all cozy under your pillow and your sheets. Looking for crumbs. Having a heyday. (laughs) I
1: can't with that. Uh, <laughs> good morning, move. Tell us about your bad hotel experience.
0: One of the Marriott's in uh, in Ontario, right outside of Ottawa. We were visiting and staying with friends, and after housekeeping came through, because we had two rooms, one for our adult son and his partner, and one for us, the boys went back to their hotel room to find used personal care products in the bed that were not theirs.
2: Used the personal care products. Like,
0: Shampoo. Like shampoos and uh-huh. body washes and things that weren't in the room when they checked in at all.
2: Oh boy. So After somebody came testing,
0: in and had a shower? They, they, I have no idea. They came in to clean the room, housekeeping did, and when they left, there were used products.
2: Okay. So they're leaving. That didn't
0: belong to us. Right. Okay. Fine. That's weird. It is very weird and kind of gross. Was it the hotel <laughs> products or like literally like no, dumped? no, like for? I think it was like Irish Spring
1: body wash, and it was didn't belong to either of the boys. we brought so it's somebody that it, literally brought that from their home, and somehow that ended yeah. up in your shower. I have after so, we had already checked in. I have so many questions.
0: So did we? <laughs> Mornings on Move One Hundred with Aaron and Peter. Get up, get up, let's go. Woo!
1: Yeah, that's weird because you're like, okay, so then did somebody come and have a shower while we were gone?
2: And Are these supposed to be the replacements for the soap that yeah. they would normally put in the hotel room? That's bizarre.
1: Okay, uh, keep your, uh, <laughs> this text coming in, in all caps. I'm never using a hotel coffee maker <laughs> again. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just, I feel like it is my duty to report that this is what's happening in it's hotels.
2: Like, <laughs> it's like, uh, anybody see the coffee filters? Oh, never mind. There's one in here already. I can't. It's a thong. <laughs>
0: Move 100. It's time to win some big money. Let's play Aaron and Peter's $10,000 win.
1: Lisa Mitchell, good morning. Good morning. Now, did you know that you're playing for $10,000 cash right now? Yes. Okay. I did, yeah. You
0: knew. I know. So
1: no pressure here this morning, Lisa. I know you've got your coworker Ethan there with you. So fingers crossed, okay? Yes. It's going to go smooth. It's going to go smooth. Now, Lisa, you get one minute on the clock, 10 questions, get them all right. You're going to win $1,000. If not, we'll give you $10 for each correct answer you give us. Lisa, if you don't...
2: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> ten thousand. <No. 000. laughs> no. Just skip over the whole ten dollars. Sorry. For each question. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's uh, confident.
1: Lisa, just a reminder: if you don't know the answer to something, just say pass. If there's time, you can come back to it. But the moment you give us an answer, that is what counts. You can't take it back. Okay. Okay. Are you ready to do this? I'm ready. Okay, Lisa, your ten thousand dollar minute on move starts
2: now. Lisa, on this date in 2020, why did the province of Nova Scotia close all museums?
0: COVID-19.
2: What specific model car was Disney's The Love Bug? Volkswagen
0: Beetle.
2: What is one-third of 66? Pass. Disney World's Galaxy's Edge is part of the theme park dedicated to what movie? Star Wars. What type of ape is Jane Goodall famous for researching? Gorilla. How much money is seven quarters, three dimes, and two nickels? A dollar, five. Who is the only woman to have been Prime Minister of Great Britain? Margaret Thatcher. Who has just been granted the title Duke of Edinburgh? Uh, Ke- William. What playwright wrote the comedy of errors? Shakespeare. What author wrote the novel Frankenstein? Shelley. Mary what Shelley. is one-third of 66?
1: Oh, time is up, Lisa. Lisa. Okay. Okay. Take a deep breath. All right. Let's go through the questions together. On this day in 2020, Nova Scotia closed all museums due to COVID. Uh, Disney's The Love Bug. That car was a Volkswagen Beetle. Uh, One third of 66 is 22. Uh, I kind of was going to say that. Uh, but (laughs) I know you always doubt yourself, right? Uh, Disney World's Galaxy's Edge is dedicated to Star Wars. Jane Goodall is famous for researching chimpanzees. Uh, Seven quarters, three dimes, two nickels is $2.15. Margaret Thatcher, only woman to have been Prime Minister of Great Britain. Uh, Duke of Edinburgh is uh, Prince Edward. William Shakespeare wrote the comedy of errors. And Mary Shelley did, in fact, write the novel Frankenstein. So, Frankenstein. So, Lisa, six out of ten, 60 bucks this morning. That's fine. That's, That's Pretty fine. good. That's fine, and that was
2: pretty close to ten thousand dollars. Pretty close, Lisa. Congratulations!
1: Yes. <laughs> All right, Lisa, okay. you hang on the line for us, okay?
2: Okay. All right, Lisa and everybody else. Just like we do for thousand dollar minute, for ten thousand dollar minute, we'll always give away the answer to question number ten on our podcast. Up later this morning on the iHeartRadio app.
1: You got it. Your turn to play the $10,000 minute. It happens tomorrow morning, 8 o'clock, on Move 100.
0: Mornings on Move 100 with Aaron and
3: Peter.
1: Get up, get up, let's go. Okay, sorry (laughs) for traumatizing you this morning. Uh, If you missed it, we were talking about (laughs) bad hotel experiences (laughs) and... And I brought up something that I saw on TikTok from an actual flight attendant that was sharing, like, hotel hacks. Somebody that travels a lot. Just what she does when she's, you know, stuck.
2: Things like taking the shower cap that you'll find in the bathroom and using that to cover up the remote control. Because the remote control for the TV is gross. Jeremy.
1: And I mentioned that I saw one of these hacks from a flight attendant about cleaning your underwear. We've all been there. We travel. You go through way too much. Why do we do that?
2: Uh, Because it's hopefully nice and warm and sunny and you're just changing multiple times a day. Yeah.
1: Yeah, You're changing a lot. Well, if you run out of underwear on vacation, I mean, we've all done the whole sink wash and then hang them up on the, uh, in the bathroom. But clearly we've done it wrong. Yeah. Apparently the way to do it is to clean. I mean, I'm not suggesting that you do this, (laughs) but people are saying that they will literally clean their underwear in either the coffee maker in a hotel room Or like a kettle that you use to, you know, get hot water for your tea. So, uh, that is traumatizing. So. So, but the text, I mentioned that very quickly. The text coming in, oh, my God, this is all caps. I am never using a hotel coffee
2: maker again. And this one says, yikes, I'm debating whether or not to have a coffee at all this morning. That underwear in the hotel coffee pot is freaking gross. Yeah. Then again, I'm home and it's a brand new coffee pot. Caffeine, here I come. Tell
1: me, the next time you stay in a hotel and you make yourself a coffee, you're not going to think of this exact (laughs) moment going, am I drinking somebody's underwear water right now? Like, do you think people Actually, do this. This flight oh. attendant was one hundred percent serious. I thought there's no freaking well, way. Clearly,
2: she doesn't drink hotel coffee, which is never very good. Oh, it sucks. Anyway, you might as well just Uber in some Starbucks or something.
1: Because <laughs> come on, but anybody listening, actually do this? Like, have you actually cleaned your freaking underwear in the coffee pot?
2: I just think that's rude. <laughs> like, honestly, it upsets me. I think it's. I think it's. I think it's rude, but also kind of brilliant kind of but it's rude okay, I'm not think saying about it. the person coming in after you imagine if they knew that your
1: undies were soaking in that disgusting pot which i know never gets cleaned anyways it's true like seriously as if they ever
2: clean those i can't imagine that they would ever clean those but yeah okay anyway don't do that but hotel it, what's your hotel hack you know
1: yeah whether it's <laughs> cleaning your underwear
2: Or Or something else. Or making sure you don't touch a disgusting surface. Oh,
1: gross. Hotel hacks. Give us a shout. Uh, We're talking about the hack that uh, went viral. A flight attendant shared some hotel hacks because she travels all the time. And you know when you've been on vacation for a while and you've run out of underwear (laughs) and you're like, well, I guess I'm washing these in the sink. We've all been there. Mm -hmm. She says, no, no, no. There's a much better way. You clean your dirty underwear. In the coffee pot or in the kettle that's inside the hotel room. Sure, run those
2: through a couple of times through yep. the coffee maker, exactly. a little soap. Yep. hot water, take care of the water. And rest. it's hot
1: water and you're good to go. Um, that is the most <laughs> disgusting, vile thing I've ever heard in my entire life. And we've got some thoughts coming in about this.
2: Yeah, well, uh, cleaning your underwear in a coffee pot is disgusting. This is why they invented sinks. <laughs> and if and when I do go down south, I hang up a wash line on my balcony. You can always tell <laughs> where the Canadians are what? when you see this. <laughs> is that a sign of Canadians? Honestly, when we were in Turks and Caicos, I I mean, they had those uh, lines outside on your balcony that you could put your clothes out. Yeah, on. yeah. And uh, I, every time I went out, I was thinking, okay. I, I think Mine I were I out there the whole time, yeah. yeah. exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's where the Canadians are. Oh, that's funny. Okay. Uh, I walked in, this true text says, I walked into our resort room one morning to find the cleaning person washing our mugs and glasses in our bathroom sink. Oh, We wash out our sandy swimsuits in that sink. Yuck. Yeah. I now always take my own dishcloths and detergent when we travel and I wash my mugs myself.
1: You know what? It's actually probably smart because I bet you any money that the ones that are turned upside down when somebody checks out, they're probably thinking, "Uh, those are clean. Those didn't get touched. (laughs) You got to get them ones that are sealed with the saran wrap along the top. But even so, I literally do not trust those.
2: Because who knows? The ceramic are the ones that used to come in plastic, but those are probably not even allowed anymore. Probably in not. But at least
1: you know they're clean. Oh gosh, so gross. Okay, hotel hacks, if you got any that we should know about that do not involve your
2: underwear in, in a coffee, coffee pot.
0: Maker. It's Aaron and Peters. Move morning mind
2: bender If you are average and I'm not saying you are, but if you are average, you will have 155 of these in your lifetime. Hmm. Probably should have a few more, I think. But Probably. 155 in your lifetime, if you're average. What are they?
1: Four five one thirteen thirteen. Call us with your guests or text in your guests right now to
2: 124 seven.
1: Okay. First text: underwear.
2: <laughs> we <laughs> talked a lot about underwear this we morning. We did, <laughs> as you do on a Monday morning. Yes, you do. What else are you going to talk about?
1: Uh, nightmares. <laughs> this text says. Nope. Uh, trips outside of Canada.
2: Mm, nope. Nope. Jeans. Uh, no, that's not it. But. That might be close. Who knows? 155 of these in your lifetime. Paper cuts? Ooh, ow. Yikes. Yikes. Ow. Ugh. Even and a thought. Phones.
1: 100, that's a lot of phones. That's a lot of phones. But if you lose them, you crack
2: them, it can happen, right? Yeah, I was just thinking, it, this isn't the answer either, but uh, bank cards? Oh, bank <laughs> cards. I've had, I don't even want to know how many I've had. Yeah. Some I of them, them put along. the number of your bank card I right know. on I know.
1: I'm so glad mine don't. I'd be shamed. Yeah, mine yeah, do.
2: Yeah. Mine does. Okay, so none of those answers are correct so far. If you're average, you'll have 155 of them in your lifetime. Brandon, good morning. Your guess? Is it toothbrushes? Oh, you got us. Look at that. Yes, it's toothbrushes. On average, you'll have 155 of them. That I think that works out to about once every six months of your life or something like that, doesn't it? Really? Yeah. How about you? That's you need- crazy. Do you you need to change your toothbrush right now? Are you one of those people that does it regularly, or have you had? Well, I I just—I just just started toothbrushes because I actually have like six of them in my bathroom right now. Oh, that's (laughs) dangerous. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Why six? I I don't know. I just—I just don't like to throw them out.
2: Nah. (laughs) Who does? Take them. Take them to the thrift store. They'll take them. Oh, (laughs) stop.
3: Thank you. No problem.
0: Never miss a moment of Aaron and Peter on Move 100 Halifax.
3: Listen weekdays 530 to 10 and follow their podcast on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.